Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter, that is Tim, we talk about horror movies on this show, it is October, that is, what does that mean, if I can speak, that means <laughs> it is the October thaw and that means lots of bonus episodes, it means the orange overlay around us instead of the normal colours, mm. uh, because we want to do a lot of horror movies, because it's October, it's the season to be spooky, and that is oh. what, we're, that's what we're going to do, uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, this is our second. I shouldn't. I shouldn't number these actually as I go because we may end up putting some out of order from when we record them. But this will be the yeah, second you one. Fool. Yeah, I know. I should be forward thinking. <laughs> damn it. Uh, but yeah. So what is this one going to be? This is another new watch for both of us. I think Not, neither of us had mm-hmm. seen this movie. This is the strange case of Doctor Jekyll and Miss Osborne. It is a French film directed by uh, Valerian Borovitchizik. Fidget, I can't say his name. It's, it's fidget spinner. It's Borovidic. I'll say that. Right, there you go. That's, that's the best. Mm-hmm. That's the best you're getting from me. Um, and obviously, it's, it's a take on the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde um, novel by mm-hmm. Robert Louis Stevenson, uh, who's Scottish. Just in case you're curious. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about this. We'll start spoiler free, as we always do. We will give you warning before spoilers. Somewhere in the middle. And uh, we'll get into it. So what is the strange case of Dr. Jekyll and Miss Osborne? You know, outside of the obvious, there's a Jekyll and Hyde dynamic going on, which there of course is. Basically, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Miss Osborne are engaged. They're having an engagement party and all their rich hoity-toity friends come over for a dinner. However, a sex fiend maniac and murderer is on the loose and he gets into into the big mansion, the house, and they have to deal with that. Uh, And that's the spoiler-free synopsis of this movie. Beyond that, I think would be giving too much away. Mm-hmm. So, I'm curious, Tim, <laughs> did you enjoy the strange case of Dr. Jekyll and Miss Osborne? Uh, I was impressed with how uh, the movie was able to combine everything that I hate. Uh... <laughs> I was waiting, do you know what? I was waiting for the negative turn in that sense. It was just the way you started it. I was impressed with, he's going to say something bad. He's going to say he's impressed with some, you know, how I, bad it is. But go on. I freaking hated this movie so goddamn much. Uh, it, it, it was awful. Awful. Oh um, my, oh my. Uh, yeah. Uh, I... <laughs> After so, we do this review, I never want to think of it again. <laughs> I just want to put out, so, so the first movie we did for October Thorn, uh, which went up a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. or even yesterday actually, maybe, it depended on the schedule, uh, was Gerald's Game. And when I asked the question to Tim okay. at the start of that episode, he was like, this was phenomenal, I was floored, I was blown away. <laughs> it was just in all these big positive <laughs> sentences. And then this one started with nothing but utter cynicism. Yeah. Uh, We're, going, we're starting with extremes this month. We are starting with extremes, and oddly, both of them have sexual themes. Both both the first oh, yeah. movies have a uh, sexual sort of uh, undertones to them in different ways, though uh, it's worth saying. Um, but uh, did I like this movie? Am I going to really upset Tim here and be like really positive about this? And curious. Hmm. Uh, I liked it more than you did. I'll, I can certainly yeah. say that. Um, <laughs> I figured at least that as much. Yeah, uh, I, I did not hate it. I I wouldn't even say I disliked. It. I I I, th- I think it's a very curious entity of a movie. I, I appreciate a few things about it. I appreciate that it f- that it feels otherworldly. Right from the get go, you feel like you're in a different alternate reality that doesn't feel fi- 
you know, quite like our world. Uh, I like the music, I like the tone that was kind of there for, for the horror stuff. You know, whenever Mr. Hyde was around doing his thing, I liked the feeling that that kind of evoked. Um, I, I'd give you the music. I, I thought the music was decent, but um, I don't know. I, I didn't really feel other, otherworldly. I just felt like this was a dumb, boring period piece. I don't <laughs> like. I that's it. It might be like one of my least favorite periods. Like anytime movies set in this kind of, I'm not even sure what you would call it, but like the the powdered wigs and big frilly clothes and dresses and everyone's so proper and whoa, ho, 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 like it's well uh, they appear proper at first i don't know we're going to talk about the general character who is maybe one of my favorite characters of all time uh i'm oh, sure yeah maybe. a big role model for you not role model <laughs> don't, don't, don't put it that way uh he's just he's delightful in how awful a person he is uh but yes so you've got all these hoity toity friends i won't know if i'm I, I, I do need to criticise it because I do think the opening, uh, the opening like sh- scene's quite good. This is this is like you know, Hyde is chasing this young girl through the streets and it's all dark and you know it's good atmosphere, good stuff. After that though, I'd say there's a good half an hour of really boring dinner conversation, <laughs> which so dragged on no. for quite a bit. <laughs> uh, I I was not a fan of that portion of the movie. Uh, it, that was. Not not going. I mean, I like. There's a couple of times during that scene where it cut to like someone being murdered, and it was like a really quick sudden jolt with music coming in. It was like it was hinting that there was stuff coming. Like, all right, there's there's undertones that are coming to the surface soon. Uh, but yeah, that dinner conversation. That but once you get past that opening thirty minutes, once the actual or oh, the killers in the house, how do we deal with this? Then it became an acid trip that. I because like, it's not like I mean I think if this was played straight I would enjoy it a lot as well because I think yo there's a murderer in the house we don't know who it is where he is uh, we have to try and protect who's here and so on like that's that's a fine plot but here it's told in such a sort of weird dreamlike state where things aren't quite making sense at times um, you've got these really eccentric characters the general who I mentioned is in particular very strange and very. Uh, like he's almost a caricature of what this character should be, rather than just being the character. If that makes any any sense, uh, but I'll, I'll bring up the specific moments with him that were were, were cracking me up uh, for the insanity of them. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was just like, maybe the beginning was just too boring for me that it kind of made me lose interest in most of the film because. Even even after it gets past all that stuff, and you have like, you know, the killer running around and stuff, it still felt so boring to me. Like, you know, every now and again, yeah, you are, um, you know, jolted up by you know there being a, a killing or some sex thing or whatever. Uh, that <laughs> that, is, that is an accurate description, by the way. Some <laughs> sex thing is probably the most accurate you can get. But the. But yeah, uh, I mean, I, I still felt so bored by by everything. I mean, and again, it it's probably has a lot to do with like the setting and the the characters aren't my cup of tea. I, I guess, but I no, I I wasn't bored in the second chunk of the movie. Um, I, I was I was somewhat into it because of the tone, because of the weird atmosphere, um, the odd brutality of the sexualized sort of like crimes that were taking place but they, they, they felt like kind of 
you know, like I said, there was a weird dreamlike quality to it where it wasn't quite. I, I really felt like from the start of this movie. Uh, or at least certainly in the, 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 the that post that opening thirty minute chunk, did this really feel like an examination of the darkest part of the human mind? Like this is because the whole the whole thing with Jekyll and Hyde, of course, is that Hyde is the worst of who who that person can be. He's the, you know, the, the the worst desires inside Jekyll that maybe he doesn't even acknowledge are there. But if you give in to all your your, you know, kind of like when a vampire would lose their soul on Buffy, you know that hit television show. Yeah. Uh, like you know, kind of like that, and it really feels depraved. And Hyde really feels like this deviant who's doing the worst things possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I think it's probably important to point out that we're not talking about the Marvel Comics character, Mister Hyde. This is more based on the the original book. Yeah, because people were <laughs> people were confused by that. <laughs> I'd forgotten the character existed, although I shouldn't have, because Kyle MacLachlan did play him in Agents of Shield season two, and he was quite good. Oh, that's cool. Role. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so so yeah, very, very surreal, very dreamlike. It's not a perfect movie. It's kind of like a weird art house experimentation little horror film. Uh, yeah, with like a weird sexual twist to it. Uh, if if that which is weird because you wouldn't think that from a French movie. Very good, very good, Tim. Very good. I see what you did there. Uh, but I, I do, I do think if you if that atmosphere sounds appealing to you, you'll probably be sucked in by the weirdness of it. Like it, mm-hmm. it's the sort of thing where I think if you're sitting there with with the, like French trying to figure out the insanity as it's going on, you might really get into it. Uh, but yeah. I, I did like it more than Tim. I didn't love it. Certainly, I, I have issues with it, but I, I applaud yeah. it for a sense of style that was definitely there once you got going. I can see people enjoying it if you do like that kind of art house vibe. Um, I, I'm sure there's a lot you can probably find to like with this. Just for me, it's a, a, like a big sm- smash together of like things I don't like. Like I, I don't really like that period. I don't like. Um, I don't know. Like maybe I'm a little bit of a prude, but like I'm not really like crazy about like sex and, and nudity like you know the usually you get it in horror movies it's like fine or whatever and you know it's usually kind of cheesy like teenagers going off to have sex but i don't like this kind of like weird rough sex stuff and like violent sex crimes oh you know, not... yeah i'm not like i wouldn't say i like those things <laughs> yeah and, and i mean i feel like most people probably don't like them but because uh... i think but i think there's a difference with this movie compared to like other movies like, I don't know, what you compare it to, Deliverance and Ice Spitting Your Grave yeah. and things of that nature. Because uh, there, there is sexual violence in this, but it is, it's it's told in a very abstract way where it's like all these quick cuts to things and it's not, like, you, you feel the horror at the moment without like, oh, here's just a, a really uncomfortable scene kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what one of the first ones you see, I was actually more kind of like trying to figure out why it was happening rather than being shocked by what was happening because it was so out there and why is this character acting this way all of a sudden? I don't I don't get this. What's <laughs> happening? What's going on? Uh, but, you know, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's a weird trip through a nightmare, I, I would maybe mm-hmm. call it. Uh, but I, there is, like, I think that opening half hour is pretty dull. Uh, and you, like they're talking in such proper voices and talking about science and things and antiques that you just kind of zone out after a little bit. And you're like, okay, right, fine, whatever. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Thematically, it ties into what's going on because they're talking about science and like Jekyll's talking about his like research to like prove that transformation can happen. And 
then they're talking about antiques that were made to kill people. You know, it's talking about the darker side of humanity, and it's like you know, it's tying thematically to what's going to happen. It's just, it's just not told in a very interesting way. But yeah, uh, <sighs> I didn't dislike it though. I I, I had some uh, some fun is not the right word, but you appreciated it on some filmmaking levels. Yes, on an on artistic level, like you know, later on when. Uh, like uh, Miss Osborne, Miss Fanny Osborne, I should uh, say her full name. Uh, <laughs> and her name was Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> she like when she's like trying to spy on her husband or her husband to be mm-hmm. Jekyll, and she's watching what he's doing, and she's just watching from the distance, and it's this creepy scene where he, he's into. I mean, it's not a spoiler to say that he, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's Mister Hyde. Like that's, that's kind of the whole mm-hmm. thing. But when she when she sees him going to this like chemical bath to transform into him, it's, I, I thought it was a really good hypnotic scene that that kind of like. It feels kind of off and bizarre, and it has this this I, tone to it. I thought that was kind of cool, and uh, I really don't know much about the original uh, book. Um, I, I'm not even sure if it was a was it a book or a play originally. It was a book, it's a know? novel. Okay, because I because I, I read it. Up, <laughs> well, like I'm, I'm I thought, and uh, I could be wrong, but I thought we did a play version in like a middle school or something at some point um but yeah i I don't know does he always do it by like dousing himself in a bath or i I can't remember i I don't know (laughs) i'm I'm really not familiar like uh with the story i read it obviously the concept is i read it in high school i can tell you this the 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 whole book wasn't uh like in one night at a dinner party like you know it was more spread out and there was like you know hints of Hide coming out over time, and like I definitely remember more of a passage of time uh, in the story. But this is definitely a very unique take. This is a sort of like an adaptation, but not really. It's kind of like okay, we're going to take that idea and we're going to do our own our own version of it. That's more sort of self contained. Uh, but yeah, so I guess I'll give the spoiler warning so I can talk about some of the stuff in it. Let's start with the let's start with the general uh, <laughs> who. He's very full of himself, acts like he's all proper and like he's, you know, very self-important. Uh, he makes a move on Miss Osborne, even though it's her engagement party. And he sort of tries to like go in for a kiss a couple of times and then when it becomes clear she doesn't want anything to do with it, he just kind of like fixes his hair and goes, oh, very well then, and just walks out. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very, very odd. And by the way, we should point out, this is one of these, these European movies where they've got actors speaking different languages, so no matter which language you watch the movie with, you're getting some people dubbed uh, incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy was speaking English, because it was his own voice. You could tell it was his own voice <laughs> in, the, in the, the track, whereas a lot of the others were dubbed over with some other dude or woman. Uh, but the, the most impressive thing that this guy does that was really cracking me up, he shoots someone innocent. He just he sees someone outside a window out in the uh, next to the horses and just shoots them dead. And then he has to come in and explains to the family to, to Miss Osborne, uh, I've uh, I've shot your your your, your stable boy. Uh, uh, I'm very sorry, uh, of course. It's just I was oh, okay. This guy's great. Like I, this guy is such a wild card. I'm just I'm into. It. <laughs> Hate to see the Hyde version of him. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> oh, it's, now obviously his stuff goes really dark because he ends up like Hyde ties him up and then his daughter comes out and th- th- this was a really weird scene because you, you're not really sure like is, is the daughter just attracted to this maniac is that what's happening mm-hmm. here because she kind of comes out willingly and like offers like a sexual encounter 
to which we get this really bizarre scene where a clearly fake penis, might I add. It's not, it's not real. It kind of looked like a hot dog. <laughs> it, had, it had the helmet. Like, it had the, <laughs> the end, but uh, it was basically just like a dildo, but it was in silhouette. Oh. Uh, and it was like you could sort of see it going towards her ass and it was like very kind of but she she was all for it and it was like this kind of thing this torturing her father and doing this in front of her it was, I, I don't know if the point of this scene was more that some people already have this inside them like they, they don't have to bring it out with chemicals they're, they're just kind of evil uh, and maybe her father being the way he is is kind of like she's this rebellious like she, she's grown up to like want to be the opposite and be the, the, the antithesis to everything that he represents maybe I'm reading into it too much I don't know but I was trying to justify why she was just coming out topless and being like, hey, hey, maniac who's killed people. I don't know. <laughs> Go on, Tim, explain it to me. Give me your thoughts, your theories. Do you, I expect a full essay. I guess, uh, you know, sometimes people are just into <laughs> what they're into. They're into kinky um, shit. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. that's... Uh, no, I, like, I kind of got a sense, though, like, they were trying to do... Um, yeah something where i don't know maybe it's because like the society at the time is like you know kind of repressed mm. you know like oh you don't do this kind of stuff in polite society and then you know again the whole point of the hide formula is um that it brings out those dark inner things and then i don't know i guess maybe by him coming out at, you know as hide it's you know, even without the formula, just his hide presence is bringing out that essence in other people. Yeah, as well. I actually wasn't sure if they were implying that his dick, when he becomes hide, becomes this dangerous device because it seems like who the, the other people that he, he has sex with and kills, it seems like he kills them with his penis. Like it's so big and like pointy that it's <laughs> it's penetrating their stomach and stuff inside and and killing them from within, uh, which you know is absurd in and of itself. Is but. Uh, Dick is a dangerous weapon. Uh, hell yeah! <laughs> it's a lethal weapon. <laughs> it's a weapon of mass destruction. I'm going to stop now. Yeah. Uh, it's so easy to keep making dick jokes, but uh, so so this idea that uh, so, and uh, let's point out as well, it's not just that he targets women. He also he, he does the same to a man. There's, there's a male mm-hmm. victim as well. Uh, so it's, it's this just depravity and this dark section of the mind and all the the worst possible desires coming out and um, it's one of those things where I think if there was one scene of this in another movie it'd feel it'd, it'd feel like oh no, why did you have to go there whereas with this movie though this is the whole point the, the, the whole story is about these sexual desires Like, and you could argue maybe it's just shouldn't have made the movie in which case, fair enough. I'm not going to. If that's your opinion, then fine. But uh, like, at least that's kind of the the point of that's what that's what's been explored. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, Miss Osborne sees him turn back, and she actually it establishes that he can't turn back. And like, if he transforms to Hyde again, he can't come back as Jekyll because the the drug that he uses to transform back is like you know he's he's got got the last of it. But mm. she jumps into the bath, the chemical bath, and she transforms as well because she wants to be with her husband, regardless of you know she wants to be evil together. Uh, so he jumps in after her, and they they both turn to hide. This is this is one thing that I thought was a kind of an interesting take. Um, again, I don't know much about the original story, so I don't know if this is something that happens in that. I don't think so. Um, but uh, yeah, this was like one thing I thought was like oh, okay, that is kind of interesting. 
to yeah show that you know the wife is willing to go those lengths and you know be transformed as well and then you have this kind of crazy you know almost like bonnie and clyde kind of couple yeah, that are they, both like maniacs they, they go out the house and they, they kind of like they wreck everything they kill the, the few remaining survivors they are in fact they, they, they flash forward during the dinner scene earlier was of her in like her you know all wet with a red or sort of like it looks like a wedding dress actually because uh, because mm. part of it's missing and it's white and it's like her stabbing her mother, like and you mother, yeah. and you see that in the opening scene for a quick flash, and I, you know, I think that was maybe showing us that that desire was actually in there deep down, like mm-hmm. you know, she, she, she's resentful for her mother for controlling her or something like that, but like deep down that desire was there, like she, like a lot of like maybe at that moment she was like a lot frustrated with her mother, and that desire mm-hmm. came into her head, even if it was subconsciously, um, yeah. and then here at the end is the actual realization of it is her killing her mother. Uh, so I, I like that idea. I, I like the idea that these these desires are in there. It's kind of a depressing movie in that sense because it's saying that we're all, you know, <laughs> depraved and dark deep down, and it's just a matter of time before it all comes out. But uh, hence why the movie feels like a, something of a nightmare because it's, it's, it's exploring <laughs> these things. So yeah, it's, it's basically just destroy everything, and then they they, they leave off to a new life, Mister and Missus Hyde, in, in a mm-hmm. carriage. I don't know who's controlling the horses, admittedly, but they're in this carriage, mm-hmm. and the final scene is basically all these close-ups of them kind of getting sexual, but also just kind of biting each other. And it's kind of like, yeah, they're just going to consume each other because they're both depraved. And depravity consumes itself, I guess, is kind of the point. It's, it's, just, it's reckless and destructive. So you can almost take a positive spin of the message saying that if you, if you let yourself succumb to your most depraved thoughts, it just ruins everything. <laughs> I like the idea of someone watching the movie and being like, Oh hey, this high guy's got it figured out. I'm gonna be more like him, and then they get to the end, they're like, "Oh okay, never mind." It consumes you. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so no, I, I think it's I, I think it's poking at things, but I think the biggest thing that it's got going for it for me well, is it's the, definitely poking at. Things. Oh yeah, uh, I think it's <laughs> it's the dark tone and the atmosphere and the otherworldly kind of feeling that it has with it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this the setting's important because because of the time period because it is more repressed. I think that is kind of the uh, which maybe, maybe that's another message is you don't repress too much. If you're into some kinky stuff, you know, find someone else who's into kinky stuff and do your kinky stuff. That's okay. But if you repress yeah. everything, you're you're just going to burst. Luckily, we have the internet, so pretty much anything you're into, you can find like a million other people that are into it. That is true. That is true. I mean, I know Tim once told me about how he's into a. Uh, uh, <laughs> sheeps, and so he, he finds sheep porn online, and there's a market for it now. So t- Tim's happy, man. <laughs> sure. I don't know <laughs> why I didn't. Their own. I don't know why I didn't say goats because goats are your thing. But for some reason, I struggled and panicked and went with sheep instead. But whatever. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up maybe my favorite scene, which was uh, torturing mm. the piano lady. <laughs> I think that was uh, I think that was her mother actually. It was the it was, okay. It was, it was La- Lady Osborne who was playing the piano. They all uh, all these big giant wigs and stuff look the same to me. But uh, yeah, I just love uh, I don't know I forget what he says. It's not like play a march, and she's like I don't know any marches. I only play waltzes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just funny thinking of like even back then people. Like you know, fell into their own uh, you know musical taste. Like, ugh, you like waltzes? Come on! <laughs> like, <laughs> marches uh, are where it's at. <laughs> let's let's not forget the MVP though of the movie, the general. 
of course. Is it, that was the thing. Like after that whole scene with the, with the daughter had sex in front of him, like mm-hmm. he, he got untied. He was like untied. He's like, oh, you're gonna be mad. You're gonna you're gonna hit me. He's like, I promise you, I will not lay a hand on you. And as soon as she takes the rope off, he just starts slapping her, yeah. just kind of repeatedly in place. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, General, come on. But then later on, he like he panics and he he, he starts to, like you see that he's full of shit because as soon as he's cornered in a room with Mister Hyde, he starts to like beg and he's like, there's there's innocent women sleeping down the hall. You can go kill them. Oh, like, you, yeah. know, you see how much of a weasel he is and how much he's he's a uh, you know he's not what he thinks he is. But uh, yeah, like most like really you know reprehensible villains, you know, mm. once you kind of get them cornered, they you know revert to being just like a little tiny scared baby. Still though, M- the, the the best moment of this movie is such a stable boy. I, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, of course. I I apologize for shooting your stable boy. But, but <laughs> any caviar, dear? Yes. <laughs> Not to use like too dated of a reference, but I feel like Dick Cheney has probably used that those like exact same words <laughs> <laughs> at some point in his life. Oh man, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like we feel we're already wrapping up, but it's it's kind of a it's a straightforward movie in terms of its plot. It doesn't really do a whole lot as in terms of you know, uh, Hades coming and going throughout the movie. I I really like the scene where we first when he arrives at the house because they've got like a, a a guest book like everyone signed. Like you see them earlier on signing this like this book for like, being at the engagement party, and later on it's the same room but it's dark because all the lights are out, and you just see like Hyde come in with his cane. You don't see his face yet. But he walks up, and you just see like the 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 signature from the side. And you can you can just make out the name Hyde, so you know that Hyde's in the building. Um, actually, before I was actually contemplating at one point that maybe it wasn't Hyde that was the killer at first, and Jekyll was going to turn into Hyde to fight the killer. <laughs> oh, actually, that would be pretty interesting. I like that yeah. idea. Uh, it was just because I was starting to question: like, could this be him? Because he's he's kind of at the party and stuff. But it it was kind of like miss, missing for chunks of it and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it made sense uh, enough, but no. Uh, so I, I, if you're in for a, a depraved little atmospheric <laughs> movie with some questionable moments, uh, I'd say it's worth checking out. That said, if you don't like extreme violence, you don't like sexualized kind of stuff, uh, by all means, just skip it. Like you know, you're not going to get anything out of it. You're just going to be annoyed and uh, uncomfortable, uh, and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay if that's not your bag. That is completely fine. That's cool. Yeah, I think the problem for me is that it really wasn't, like, weird or odd enough. Like, you know, I can handle this kind of stuff if there's maybe something, like, a little more interesting to it. But the stuff that was there, like, yes, there was weird stuff, but I guess maybe it wasn't the kind of weird that I generally like or... Yeah, you know, it, it, it wasn't just didn't your really kind of weird. In. I think that's yeah. fine. I mean, that, like, as much as I, I think it had a good little tone to it and had a good atmosphere, uh, I can't really complain if anyone doesn't like it. It's kind of a little weird art house movie, and that's that's okay. Uh, yeah, if, it's, if it doesn't sound like it appeals, then by all means, don't don't bother. It's fine. Uh, you, you can go watch other movies, um, but I did think it captured the depravity of like you know hide like you know the idea of this being the darkest side oh, sure. possible of humanity like I, I feel like it really captured that and for that i think it's uh mm. it's, it's worth something so i guess with that we'll uh get to get to ratings so tim what would you give uh the strange case of dr jekyll and miss osborne out of 10 um real quick um 
because oh. we, we kind of forgot to mention it. Um, but you know, if you listen this far, you probably figured it out. But just in case, should probably clarify that when we're saying Miss Osborn, we're not talking about the Marvel Comics character, the Green Goblin's wife. This is the Miss Osborn in the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde universe. So, just want to get that out of the way. Um, is this going to be your new, like, my, your version of my Buffy thing, where you have to like, compare everything to a Marvel character? Well, someone's got to do it. Um, oh, no, don't. <laughs> no one needs to talk about Marvel. Um, sorry. So, yeah, ratings. Jeez, um, never thought I'd say this, but I almost miss Saw. Uh, oh come on now come on now that's had style at the very least um i'm gonna give it a few points just for yeah because there was like good visual style and the music and stuff there was a a presentation to it yeah i I think at the very least you have to acknowledge that the director was going for something and he knew what he wanted to do whether you think it makes for a good movie is another question but he was at least he wasn't just stumbling in the dark kind of like yeah there there was a it it was certainly competent um there and you know overly so where yeah like you know the things they were doing were on purpose but um again though i I, unfortunately i can't give like too many points for that. Um, oh, so, go, go with your heart, Tim. Go with your heart. It's gonna, it's gonna be real. Though. It's gonna be a three. Um, Oof! Oh, that's so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> although you, you bringing up saws, just put a scenario in my head. <laughs> General, do you want to play a game? Why am I here, good sir? <laughs> you don't no, appreciate it's... life. You killed a stable boy. What? I'm very sorry, I have to say. Let me out of here. What's your name, Jigsaw? What? You will appreciate life after this general game over. You see him on like a like a mechanical horse with like a, <laughs> like the saddle is like a bear trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is the meaning of this? Why are you doing this to me, Jigsaw? What, what? I would definitely watch it if they. Uh, I, I would bump it up a little bit if the they crossover. announced that the next Saw movie was going to be a versus the general from <laughs> Doctor Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. As for my rating, um, no, I'm going to upset Tim and go with uh, something a bit higher. Um, <laughs> Nine point five. I thought it was. Oh good. God, no! I'm not going that high. <laughs> Jeez. Um, 6.5 is where I'm landing on it. Oof. Oof. All right. <laughs> 6.5. I, I appreciated the style and the tone. Uh, definitely there's some things that could have been tidied up, uh, but I appreciate the sort of the art house vision that was, was going on. And like I say, the depravity of this being the darkest like side of humanity, and, uh, I really feel like Hyde was a crazy, crazy, crazy man. Uh, and then, you know, similarly, when the wife turned as well at the end, uh, she also felt like a complete scoundrel. So, uh I give it points for that. Um, but definitely not for everyone. That is absolutely, absolutely true. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. Um, there we go. That that has been The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Miss Osborne. Uh, we the do strange have, review of The Strange Case. Uh, yeah, it's very true. Uh, we do have some actual more uh, mainstream classic horror movies coming up in the month, I do promise. Uh, <laughs> uh, we of we have some big ones planned. We obviously had the, the Patreon vote for a classic, so there's definitely some classics coming. Uh, so you can look forward to those. But that has been the strange case of Doctor Jekyll and Miss Osborne. So let us know what you think of the movie if you happen to have seen it. 
in the comments below, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, you can do that over at patreon.com slash TV. We announced in the last episode we do have commentary tracks coming up every month. The two for October are free. They both happen to be horror movies as well. They won't always be horror movies. They'll be they'll vary around a little bit. But uh, the, the, the October ones are free, so you can get them at patreon.com slash TV if you want to check those out and see if it's something you're, you, know, you, you fancy uh, getting more of them uh, on a monthly basis. Um, so you can check out that. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. We'll be back with more horror movies. Like we say, we're doing at least four a week over the month of October. So thank you once again. Keep watching scary movies. We'll see you next time.